0: everybody this is the legal disclaimer where we tell you the views thoughts and opinions shared on this podcast belong solely to us the people talking and not necessarily brady or brady's affiliates please note this podcast contains discussions of violence that some people may find disturbing but don't worry we find it really disturbing too To the teaser for red blue and brady red blue and brady combines the best of current events and personal narratives exploring the epidemic of gun violence in america
1: with brady's staff survivors activists writers politicians we try to provide you with an informative and at times humorous if we can discussion about the country's love of guns the repercussions that come as a result of that love and efforts to find a middle ground within the movement to prevent gun violence.
0: We want you to learn the whys and hows, but most importantly, what needs to be done to stop this epidemic of gun violence that touches us all.
1: Basically, we want people to know what it is that Brady does and how it does it, and also that gun violence prevention is bigger than just Brady.
0: This is a movement, one that every American should care and know
1: about. And we're red, blue, and Brady because we're not a political entity. We're an American nonprofit organization, one that is devoted to gun safety and against gun violence. We're purple. And trust me, there's a lot of purple in this office to point that out.
0: And who are we? Well, I'm JP.
1: And I'm JJ. And we didn't plan it that way. It just sort of worked out. Today, we're talking with Ivy Sheamus, an amazing educator, advocate, and survivor, in this, a small little teaser, we provide you with a short chat we have with Ivy about her one-time service dog, the fabulous Luigi.
2: Tell me about Luigi, because oh. I, I saw some very adorable <laughs> photos of Okay, Luigi. There was an unbelievable outpouring of support, like I said, really, uh, just from... Every walk of life, everywhere. And one of the things, and people came from other parts of Florida, um, they came from other states, I think, as well, and brought support dogs, service dogs, and support dogs. And we were at, it was, uh, right after the shooting they had a, a run Scott Beagle was a teacher that had held the door open for kids to find safety and he was shot and killed and it was his first year he was in my department awesome young man um, and he was the cross country coach as well he didn't know anything about cross country he would just say run fast um, <laughs> he was darling he was do- so cute they had shirts now made up just run fast um, and they, we had they had an impromptu kind of a run for him at the park in Parkland right after the shooting a couple days after and I went um, although everything's in my classroom I didn't have anything at the time I had no car my car my purse nothing it's, you've never been able to get back have, have your classroom no it's you. a crime scene and so all my 17 or 18 years of teaching materials are still in there to start from scratch wow.
1: so scratch because yeah, you had I, I remember in, in a few articles you had mentioned you have a banner and, and you mentioned it you're so, from a Holocaust survivor yes
2: That's, my buddy Leon Chagrin is my my man, my Holocaust survivor, who, ha- who had gotten this big yellow banner to put in the back of the classroom, we will never forget. And it's still in there. I mean, everything is in there. Uh, it's but just sort of looking over all my materials. Yep, they're using it as a crime scene because the state prosecutor is looking for the death penalty, and that um, trial won't be till 2020. So we've had to use, like, like I said, portable classrooms, but... Um, so we went to this park and um, so I had nothing so what people had to give me rides so I had no purse nothing I mean everything was in the classroom and they couldn't get back in there and I looked over and saw these women with golden retrievers and, and my head was in a, a state of fog and because you know and I looked over and I said, oh my god that's what we need I, I don't want I don't want pills and whatever people were trying to say, say well, you need this and and, and I I want to go pet that dog. And I went over to the circle of women and dogs, and they said they came over from Naples, which is on the west coast of Florida, and they're there to support us, and dogs really change your whole mindset, your blood pressure, your everything, and I was petting, and then come to find out that this dog, uh, there were a bunch, um, one of them could come to the classroom with me every day and be there for the kids, and I have to tell you, that was a huge reason why many kids came back to school, because of the dogs. I know that sounds crazy, but, so Luigi was one of the dogs they chose for me, and he was at like a $35,000 donation from the Italian American Club, hence the name Luigi. Luigi, <laughs> um, and he was darling absolutely darling and he came every day to those and I had a uh, we were not in a portable at the time we were just in other teachers we were using other teachers classrooms when they were on planning it was very hard and he would come and the kids would and he would sit there and the kids could pet him and it's not that there wasn't work being done he was just in his presence in the classroom was just remarkable and all the students wanted to come back to school and some of them said just to see Luigi um, and other dogs as well but Luigi was with me every day. He was not fully trained and at the end of this at the end of the year it was great really because he helps kids immensely and at the end of the year my husband and I went over to Naples to see him finish his training and it was a highly um, it was a highly selective process for these dogs and he was we literally saw him standing on his back paws pushing a gentleman in a wheelchair with his front paws and opening refrigerator doors and picking things up. And I looked at at Jeff and I said, I I was crying because I loved Luigi so much. I wanted him, but I said, I can't keep him. I can't keep him because he's, as much as we loved him and he helped the kids come back, he needed to be with a wounded vet or somebody he was trained to help someone in a wheelchair. And thank God I was able to do things for myself. I just... You know, maybe an emotional dog might have been something, but a service dog is highly trained, way specific, trained for more than my needs. And and so... He's now living with a Navy SEAL who was wounded, and their and his family. So I'm proud of that. It was hard to do, but I'm mm-hmm. proud that he's um, helping them. But any any they bought therapy pigs. I'm not. I kid you not. Ponies, dogs, anything that they thought would work. And believe it or not, a lot of things worked. We also have a wellness center on campus as well, and it's always there. And if a kid feels that they need to see a counselor at any time of the day, it's available so it's available to us but i feel like you know i know that the shooting happened at our school but what about other schools where kids need it as well
1: or in communities where this where there's violence every day correct but there's not media attention people don't come with puppies to chicago
2: no they don't and they have and that's exactly right that's exactly right so we got all this attention but i'm but i'm not saying it's about us it's about everybody
0: yeah, and that's why we advocate for those types of mental health resources to be in all these schools. So hopefully they can be preventative as well. Yes. But thank you again. I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about service dogs. That's one of my favorite topics. Uh, I,
1: know. I know that JP loves them, but, and I'm a. We're all big pet people yes. here at Brady. big fan. That was oh, also yes. part of my interview process, actually. Oh, like, like I like I to let them know, like, cat or dog, and oh, then defend my choice. Everything. That, well, everything, but I, I lean towards the cat. Oh, okay. I feel like you got to earn it. Okay. More. Dogs are just endlessly giving, but
2: that's why I think probably Yes, I would always think that. I want to be the person my dog thinks I am, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> if only we all could be. Yes, I believe me, all dogs would be united against gun violence if they mm. could talk. Mm-hmm. All.
0: Thanks for listening. Please subscribe so you'll be the first to know when we drop our podcasts. New full-length episodes come every Monday, weekly wrap-ups come up every Friday, and fun little delicious minisodes will drop whenever we can.
1: As always, Brady's life-saving work in Congress, the courts, and communities across the country is made possible thanks to you. For more information on Brady, or how to get involved in the fight against gun violence. Subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social at Brady Buzz, or visit BradyUnited.org. Be safe and remember take action, not sides.